You're listening to a C3 Victory podcast. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au. Thank you, our band. A massive round of applause. Who's excited to be in church this morning? I'm excited. It's a good, it's a good morning. I'm excited because I get to wear a jacket. You know, it's the first time in, in months since I got to wear a jacket to church. I love wearing jackets. And now today it's just that little bit extra colder and I get to wear a jacket. So I feel good. Who loves winter? Anyone love winter? I love winter. Sorry, it's throwing me off. I love winter. It's best fashion, the best amount of clothes. Clothes look good in winter. And some of you just wear t-shirt and shorts and, and thongs, as you guys like to call them. In New Zealand, we call them jandals. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird thing, I know. Like what, what, what is a jandal? Jandal. But what is a thong? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. That's right. Trick question. Come on. I'm so excited uh, to be here this morning. And uh, a little bit like this... This, uh, this, this new series that we're in, Holy Spirit, is, it's great. I'm loving it. Uh, but man, it's, a, it's a, uh, really uh, challenged me to put this message together. And, uh, but I'm excited to share it. And, uh, but we love coming out here to the Northwest. We feel like we are part of the family now. Like we are, this is our second home. We're out here all the time. You know, we, uh, we, we just launched, or not just launched, but three months ago, we do it monthly. Uh, three months ago, we launched our uh, extension service, our evening extension. Who's, who's rocked up? Who's had a, a ch- you know, check it out, kind of a tie kick to the, uh, the old extension service? We've, we've been having so much fun. And if you haven't come, man, I, I welcome you to come. I encourage you to get along. This is uh, this service on uh, once a month, man, once a month. And uh, it's here, so you guys know where it is. And, uh, but once a month, 5 o'clock is an hour service for 5 to 5.30. Uh, we just hang out, eat some food, uh, have some great community time. And then one hour service, 5.30 to 6.30, and we just hang out. And we just, uh, we have some fun. I don't know, there's this like this, this excitement that happens here at the evening extension. And, you know, last, uh, last week, actually, last week we heard from Tim and Kate, and that was amazing. And, uh, and so, and then next month, we're actually hearing from my wife, Christina. And so that'll be, uh, that'll be really good because her testimony is amazing. And uh, it'll be uh, just the, the testimony of freedom. Uh, and uh, you, you, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you need to get here to hear about it, all right? So come along, 5 o'clock, bring some friends. We really believe that this service, the Evening Extension, is a, uh, is a great place to bring uh, friends who don't know Jesus or just don't come to church. And uh, we just, we're just praying for new people uh, to come along and experience it. And so we're just uh, praying for that. So bring them along. If you, don't, if you have some non-Christian friends or some people who have stepped away from church, bring them along because we just like to have fun. And we want to have fun. So it's good 
But this morning I get to talk about the Holy Spirit, and um, I'm going to be really annoyed, but can I get my fallbacks down a little bit? Thanks, bro. Like this, boom. I can hear myself really well. Um, but man, we're talking about the Holy Spirit this month, and who's been enjoying it? I've been loving it. Whoa, here we go. And uh, can you hear me all right? Come on, good. All of it's gone, which is good. But I've been loving the Holy Spirit, and we, we started this on the back of our Spirit and Truth Intensive. And, uh, you know, if you didn't go along, make sure we, we're going to do it again next year. And we had Pastor Aaron uh, come along and speak at that with his wife. And then on Sunday morning at our combined service, we had uh, the, pretty much the launch of this series. And Pastor Aaron uh, spoke an incredible word. And then last week we had Pastor Keith at Central and Pastor Darren here at Northwest talking about how the Holy Spirit leads us. And this morning I get the incredible privilege of speaking on how the Holy Spirit guides us. And so they may uh, seem real similar, uh, but in the context of uh, Scripture, they are uh, just a little bit different. And so that's what I'll be speaking on this morning. And so I'm real excited. So uh, we, will, we will take a journey and we will be learning uh, a lot this morning on how the Holy Spirit guides us, uh, guides us into all truth and everything like that. But I first really wanted to, to say that, you know, the Holy Spirit, even uh, though in our uh, Pentecostal movement as a church, uh, you know, we refer to Him a lot. We refer to Him a lot, but uh, he, doesn't, uh, he, he doesn't move independently of Jesus or the Father. Uh, he, the Godhead works in harmony. The Holy Spirit has been sent out from the Father, where, uh, speaks only what He hears from the Father, and in everything, and everything brings glory back to Jesus. So the Holy Spirit is not His own thing, uh, even though we talk about Him a lot, we refer to Him a lot, but He is a part of the Godhead. And he brings and he hears, uh, he hears what, the Holy, uh, what the Father has to say, and then he brings all the glory back to Jesus. And I love that about the Holy Spirit. And so I just wanted just to say that because sometimes we just, you know, we, 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 we flow on, on who we want to hear from the most, but it's all of them working together. So uh, this morning, if you want to turn with me to John chapter 16, verses 12, that's going to be our kind of our key reference scripture for this, uh, for this message. And I'm reading it from the NIV, and I've got both uh, my Bibles in front of me, my analog and my digital. And so uh, I'm reading from all of it, not all of it, just these couple of scriptures. And so I'm definitely not going to keep you here all day. Um, but like I say in youth, give me a holler when you're there. John 16, verse 12. Yeah, thanks, Missy. Yeah. Come on. If you don't have it, it is on the screen as well. Makes it a bit easier. But it says, but when, the, but when he, oh, sorry, 12. I have much more to say to you. This is Jesus speaking the Holy Spirit uh, to the disciples, more than you can bear now. But when He, the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own. He will speak only what He hears, and He will tell you what is yet to come. 
He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. Come on, let's pray. God, we thank you this morning. God, we thank you that we get together as the church and that we get together here this morning and worship you. And we just pray that uh, through this message, through this teaching of the Holy Spirit and how He guides us, God, that you would just unlock, unlock new things in our heart and our spirit, Lord Father, that we never knew, we didn't know, Lord Father. God, that you remind us and you reveal to us, God, things that we, that we would love to see and to help us transform into what you want us to look like. In your mighty name, amen. So this morning, I'm, I'm speaking about how the Holy Spirit uh, is the Spirit of truth and how He will guide us into all truth. And so I looked up, as you would, uh, the, the definition of truth. So the dictionary's definition of truth is that which is true or in accordance with facts or reality. So that's the definition of truth. And so then I thought, well, what if that's the definition of truth, uh, something that is true in accordance with fact or reality, then what, how does the world define truth? How does the world define truth? And uh, the reality is, is that we live in a world where truth is relative. Truth is relative in our world. And that means that uh, to, uh, you know, that truth is relative, that, uh, that it is uh, framed uh, around some sort of reference. That, uh, that a person may have learned something, that a truth may have come from someone's culture or someone's upbringing or something that they learned uh, you know, during their university or schooling. And that no matter what, that your truth in the world is relative for what, is, what you've learned. Does that make sense? Come on. So the world's definition of truth is that truth is relative. But this is what I love, is that how does God define truth? We can have these definitions and what the world says, but at the, the reality is, is that we serve a God uh, that defines truth incredibly. And so I looked up of how does God define truth? And God defines truth like this. God desires us to live in truth. Psalm 51 verse, uh, verse 6 says, Surely you desire truth in the inner parts. Truth never changes. Proverbs 12, uh, 12 verse 19. Truthful words stand the test of time. Truth is found in Jesus. John 14 verse 6 that Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, and truth sets us free. John 8, verse 31 to 32, it says, To the Jews who have believed in Him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are, and you are really my disciples, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That's how God defines truth. And I love it because all truth, all truth just points back to Jesus. That truth is found in Jesus. And then when we know truth, then truth will set us free. But I don't want to step on next week's sermon. So that's what you'll be hearing next week from Pastor Keith as he'll be coming out here next week. So that'll be awesome. So you get 
your friends to that one. But as I was preparing my message during the week, I was, uh, you know, just hanging out with Pastor Keith, and we're swapping notes because he's central this morning. And uh, one thing that Pastor Keith said is that truth is what we believe. Believe leads to transformation, and transformation leads to action. And so this morning, I wanted to focus on the uh, how believing of truth leads to transformation. And then next week, transformation to action. And so how does the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, guide us into all truth? Well, firstly, He reminds us. He reminds us who Jesus is. So this is the Holy Spirit, and He reminds us who Jesus is, what Jesus says, and what Jesus has done, and what He will do. So who He is. The Holy Spirit reminds us that He is King, that He is our Lord, that He is Savior, that He is our healer, that He is our peace, that He is our provider. You know, sometimes in uh, moments of doubt, being honest, sometimes we have moments of doubt. We think, who is He? And then the Holy Spirit reminds us, He is King. He is Lord. He is our Savior. In moments of uh, you know, persecution or trials that we go through in life, and we forget because we're human, the Holy Spirit reminds us who Jesus is. He is our healer. He is our provider. The Holy Spirit reminds us who He is. The Holy Spirit also reminds us uh, you know, what He says. He says, Jesus says that He has a plan for us. That we are made whole. That we are saved through faith. That we are sons and daughters and no longer orphans. And that we are kings and priests. And I love this, that everything that He reminds us of is in the Bible. So that He will remind us of something and that you can actually look it up and find it in the Word to back up what He says. Because the Word is written by Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit. It's God breathed. So that's what He says. And then He reminds us what Jesus has done and will do. The Holy Spirit reminds us that He came so that we could have life. That we could have access to the Father in the same way that He has access. And that we will be able to hear the Father and know the Father's will. He reminds us that uh, Jesus uh, came so that He could advance the kingdom. But He has also enabled us to continue advancing the kingdom and that we'll be able to do more than Jesus did. It says in the Scripture, John 14, verse 12, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to go to the Father. Jesus knew that we were going to do greater things. He enabled us to do greater things. He enabled us to advance, to continue to advance the kingdom. You know, as a church, Pastor Keith was telling me is that as a church globally, we have seen greater things 
from the time of Acts till now than Jesus ever did in his ministry on earth. And that's awesome because that's what Jesus wanted. That's what Jesus told us that we were going to do. So he reminds us. And the second thing that he does that he reveals to us. He reveals to us truth through revelation. The Holy Spirit reveals God's thoughts to us. In 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 to 11, it's a big one, so stay with me. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. These are the things that God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows the person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is why we speak, not in words taught to us by humans, by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. We have a Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, revealing the deep truths that the Father, that, uh, of the Father that our mind would never be able to conceive. But He reveals them to us through this spiritual dialogue using a spiritual language between us, the Holy Spirit, and the Father. So that the Holy Spirit reveals to us the thoughts of God. Because as humans, we would never be able to know them if we didn't have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. The Holy Spirit reveals mysteries of God to us. Ephesians 3, verse 4 to 6. And reading this then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made, to, not made known to people in other generations as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that the, the gospel, uh, that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. Members together of one body and shares, sharers together in the promises in Christ Jesus. There are so many mysteries and plans that God has that we don't know, uh, that we don't know about. But having the Spirit of truth living inside of us, revealing these things to us, He reveals them to us because we are His children. Now God doesn't want to uh, want to keep these things from us. But He uses the Holy Spirit to reveal His plans for us and for the other people around us. He uses us to reveal plans for other people, words of knowledge, prophetic words. These things that we just kind of, you know, we kind of just think are great spiritual gifts. But it's God's plans for us and other people. And the Holy Spirit reveals them to us. God wants us to know His thoughts and His plans. And that's the connection to John 16, verse 15. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said, The Spirit will receive from me 
what he will make known to you. You still there? I know it's a lot of teaching, but it's so good when we understand the Holy Spirit and know why he's living in us. So we know God's definition of truth. We know how the Spirit guides us into all truth by reminding us and revealing to us. But what is the purpose of knowing truth and being guided by the Spirit of truth? We know truth. We believe in truth. So the next step is to be transformed by truth. This is where it gets fun. So what does it mean to be transformed? To be transformed just, to mean, just means to, be, to, to change something within us. It's a changing, something that we need to change within us. Romans 12, 2. Come on, Pastor Karen. Read it out this morning. Come on. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. You know, when we get saved, we got a lot of stuff that we need to change, right? We've got a lot of transformation that needs to happen. But the Holy Spirit, He's not going to tell us to do it all in one go. That's how gracious He is. But then also as we progress in our journey and we progress as being Christians, and we've been Christians for a few years, maybe a couple of decades, we sometimes get stuck in ruts that the Holy Spirit then reveals to us that sometimes we need transformation in. Which leads me to my story. I always have a story. So when I got saved in 2005, uh, at a pretty awesome church in Auckland, and uh, you know this church, they had, uh, you know, they were, they were a very excellent church. They were a corporate, uh, you know, kind of seen as a corporate style church. So everything was, uh, it was uh, very well done. And so uh, I was a part of that church uh, for five years. And so I got saved at this church, and uh, this church was very good at uh, putting on events. Uh, they were very good at organizing, you know, uh, you know, ministries for their events. They were very good at, you know, we would run, uh, you know, four uh, conferences a year, and they were very good at running conferences. Uh, their, their services, we had run sheets like we do here, and, uh, but we were very good at um, sticking to our run sheets. They were very tight, uh, a lot of things filled in them, and, but as, a, uh, as the church that they were, and a great church that it is, that we were very good at sticking to the run sheet. So being saved in this church, being coming to know Jesus in this church, uh, I, I kind of, uh, I had this thing kind of planted in me that I became very task-focused, very task-driven, and everything, uh, I, I became very, uh, you know, just everything that I wanted to do, I wanted to do in excellence. You want to understand that, that 
I wanted to do everything with excellence. So then I learned how to do, how to run a ministry with excellence. I, I learned how to run a ministry probably more task focused than people focused. And so I learned this because I got saved in it. You know, it's that, that's the whole kind of uh, relative truth that I learned something because I was brought up in it. And so uh, I did this, and, uh, you know, this church is amazing and, and they're great and everything like that. But then uh, when I moved to, moved to Australia and I moved to C3 Victory, um, you know, the Holy Spirit began to reveal some things in me that I needed to change, that I needed to transform. Uh, there was a transforming that needed to happen in me because uh, the Holy Spirit was revealing to me that um, He had kind of a, uh, a, a new direction for my life uh, to move more in the Holy Spirit and not worry about being too task-focused. And so this was, was kind of a, uh, a thing that happened over a couple of years. And I walked the journey with Pastor Keith uh, and, and everything like that. And so I learned that, uh, that the Holy Spirit wanted to make room uh, in me so that He could uh, move through me uh, and into our ministries and into the church, that, you know, into C3 Victory. And so uh, to, be, to have that transformation, I needed to do two things. Well, I needed to learn two things that uh, I needed to know the truth of what the Holy Spirit was all about. I needed to know the truth. I needed to believe that the Holy Spirit still moved today, just as He did uh, back in Acts. And so when I, I the, the church that I got kind of saved in and brought up in as a teenager in early te- uh, early 20s, is that uh, we didn't we didn't really speak a lot or teach a lot about the Holy Spirit. We moved in the Spirit uh, as a church, but we didn't, we didn't not, we didn't have these things like our awesome spirit and truth intensive that kind of, uh, let us, uh, move in the spirit. And so I needed to learn, I needed to learn this truth that the Holy Spirit still moved just, uh, as he did back in Acts. But I also needed to, uh, to learn, uh, this truth that I could personally move in the Holy Spirit. Because it's one thing seeing someone on stage move in the Holy Spirit, but you need to learn the truth that the Holy Spirit actually wants to move in you and through you as well. And so I needed to learn this truth. And so uh, I did. And so began this transformation in my life. And now, you know, this uh, still learning, but I have come a long way. That now that in our youth ministry, we're able to give room for the Holy Spirit. Uh, back at our camp, uh, the Holy Spirit moved quite incredibly. And we talk about it a lot because, uh, you know, God moved and we, we will give praise to that. Uh, but I remember uh, the last night of camp and I was speaking and um, the Holy Spirit just moved. I spoke a, a message and I, you know, my message was just my message. But God moved. The Holy Spirit moved. And I was able to give room to the Holy Spirit. And we just, man, we went on for ages. Right? It was like an hour after I'd finished, I think. And there's people crying. They, were, they continued to sing. And I just had to, uh, I, I just knew that I had to let the Holy Spirit move. 
because this is what he wanted to do. Five years ago, that would have been really hard for me because I wanted to keep the run sheet of camp to a particular order. We finish the message, we have a little praise party, and we go on the slide at night. That's what the run sheet says. Holy Spirit, what are you doing? But I've learned through the Holy Spirit, He's revealed in me, He's reminded me, I've learned the truth, I believe the truth, and then He transformed so that I could move in the Holy Spirit the way that He wants to move. So what happened? I knew the truth, I believed in it, and I was transformed by it. The whole role of the Holy Spirit is simple. To guide us into truth, truth which is found in Jesus, to reveal the truth of God and to remind us who Jesus is, what He says, and what He has done, and what He is going to do. And so this morning, as I kind of finish up, that the Holy Spirit, as He guides us, as He guides us through all of life, that He guides us to truth, that everything that He does, He will point us uh, back to the Father and back to Jesus. He will always bring glory to Jesus. And as He guides us to truth, He wants to remind us. He wants to remind us who Jesus is. He wants to remind us what He says about our life. When we go through these tough times and we forget and we're just kind of crying out to Jesus and the Holy Spirit will whisper around our ear, reminding us what Jesus says about us. You are my beloved children, no longer orphans, but adopted. You are kings and priests. He reminds us what we will do, what Jesus has done, and what He is going to do. But then He also reveals to us. He reveals to us the thoughts of God. He reveals to us the plans and the mysteries that God has. And so we believe in the truth. And we get transformed by the truth. Thanks for joining us for the C3 Victory Podcast. We would love to see you at one of our services. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au or check us out on Facebook or Instagram.